Okay, so today we're talking about Promising Young Woman, yep. a black comedy thriller, a very timely, uh, provocative film that d- discusses themes of grief and trauma mm-hmm. and highlights how much men suck. Yep. Yeah. But the question that we ask is, but is it good? Let's discuss that right. question. Let's do it. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, here we go. On that note. Focus. <clears throat> all right, so this week we will be discussing... <laughs> I was trying to do like an NPR. NPR thing. NPR voice. Yeah. It's pretty good. We're keeping this in. Yeah, yeah, that was good. <clears throat> Start over. Well, now I'm off. I can't. <laughs> Welcome to episode 14. Welcome. Uh, I am your host, the only host of this show, Hunter Callahan. And with me, as always, is Whiskey. You suck. <laughs> and I'm Zach. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And actually, uh, I was going to say you suck before you said that I wasn't a co-host. Why? Oh, God. Okay. All right. Get it out of your system. Okay. So here it is. Let's just jump right in. Let's jump in. This movie has shown me that all men suck. You thought I was going to say something (laughs) else. I did think you were going to say something else. All right. We'll get to Zach's shindig in a second Mm because this is going to be a reoccurring theme probably. Um, anyway, uh, yes, uh, today we're going over, um, Promising Young Woman. Yeah, welcome uh, to Two Dudes Talking About Promising Young Woman. Yeah, well, it's, I, I think it's, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I, no, I did too. I will try to I'm give, not saying that we, I didn't enjoy this no, movie. No, no, I just, it, <laughs> it is ironic that we're the ones doing a commentary on this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the least qualified. Um. For many things. Yeah, but, uh, we'll do our best. Um, shall we jump into uh, news of the week? Yeah, let's do it. Do you have my theme song ready? Hunter Shindig, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hunter Shindig. We need to actually Shindig. record these and oh, yeah. <laughs> use them. Um, okay, should we do serious news first or goofy news first? Hold on, let's back up. Okay. We're recording this right now. Yes, we are recording this. So we are... You said, oh. we, should, <laughs> you said we should record these. I, I guess I have them, don't I? I have like four versions yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, should we do goofy news first or serious news first? Um, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let balls in your court, man. Okay. Um, we'll do serious news first. Okay. So, there's two actually relatively serious things that I want to talk about, uh, and I'll try and be relatively brief. But, um, Ray Fisher, uh, I actually found this out because I was on Twitter, believe it or not. And we'll get to Twitter. We'll get to me and Twitter later mm-hmm. <laughs> in Zach's trending. Yeah. <clears throat> but I saw that hashtag I stand with Ray Fisher was trending. Yeah. So I clicked on it because I'd, I'd seen the team that, that, that hashtag in the past, but I wondered like, what happened now. And he did a, a uh, interview with The Hollywood Reporter. Okay. Which is a pretty reputable um, source from, like, from, you know, from what I know. And went into a lot more detail about. Uh, once again, Josh Whedon, Jeff Johns, mm-hmm. uh, John Berg, and the higher ups at Warner Brothers during the uh, reshoots at Justice League, and uh, Justice, 
in Justice League, and it's brutal, dude. Like, yeah. it's really bad. Um, there's stuff where, like, uh, you know, like, the whole, let's say the committee, if you will, had an opinion of, okay, this is what we want Cyborg to be. Mm-hmm. And um, they were saying that he needs to smile more, yeah. which harkens back to them saying we can't have this movie be based around an angry black man. Right. And uh, Ray Fisher was saying, like, well, as as the actual black person playing the first black major superhero in DC films, I think ever, uh, I know that Shaquille O'Neal played Steel back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the DCEU, if you will, uh, he was like, I think, you know, like I would know what I want this character to be, yada, yada. And they were all just like, nope, we don't want you to be angry. Yeah. And uh, I think Joss Whedon, like Ravitcher had had an opinion on uh, Cyborg saying Booyah, which apparently is only in Teen Titans. Teen Titans. It's not even, it's not in the comics, nothing. Right. And he was like, it's ironic that the, that the only black guy is the guy who has like his catchphrase, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. he actually gave some examples of some black actors who went on to do great work, but were only quote unquote known for their goofy catchphrase. Um, and I believe Joss Whedon's like, like uh, Samuel L. Jackson saying motherfucker like yeah. in every movie that he's ever been yeah, in. Yeah, on Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, no, a lot of just things. And everything, yeah. Um, I mean, He's much more than that, but oh, like yeah. that's that's like what yeah. what he's known for people who like know people for things. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah for uh, Sam Jackson. But apparently, Josh Whedon's response was like, uh, "You think I'm going to take notes from you? I don't even take notes from Robert Downey uh, Jr. Why am I going to take notes from you?" Okay, uh, I feel like apparently. Sorry, I'm just going to like let these yeah like keep get going. out first. Keep going. Uh, apparently. Um, just you know the cast. Uh, I know he like quoted Shakespeare to like uh, yeah. Ray, Ray Fisher wasn't in the mood, and he like came by and was like, "Do it as I wrote it" or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. and Some then bullshit. like just like he was so petty, where like you know Ray said "booyah" whatever, and then as he was leaving, Josh like screamed out, "Nice work, Ray!" Like mm-hmm. all this stuff, and apparently he, the entire cast like hated his rewrite re- rewrites, and Gal Gadot yeah. was doing ADR. Uh, which is like voiceover stuff after, um, and like was like essentially saying like, "Hey, I don't like I don't think these lines are terrible. I don't want to do these." And he threatened her career, saying, "I'll take mm-hmm. over this. I'll take over Patty's next one room." And just like I, I, I took Zach's movie, yeah, and all this stuff. Uh, I, I saw that. Um, not only that, but the 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 boob scene, like yes, the falling on the boobs, yep. He, she refused to do it, and her stunt double refused to do it. So he locked the stunt double in a room. That's right. Yep. And threatened to end her career or yep. something like that. Yep. Is that even legal? I, I don't know. Um, but then you know, just all this stuff, man. Like, and and he goes like beyond Ray Fisher, and right. Like then, so apparently, uh, Joss Whedon, Jeff Johns, <clears throat> and uh, um. John Berg and Walter Hamada were all uh, involved in this. Apparently, John Berg has called Ray Fisher since then and been like, you know what? Like, this was wrong. What, like, my part of it was wrong. Yeah. Um, which I think Ray's even said. He, he, he's like, I'm not beyond forgiving somebody in this kind of stuff if they can acknowledge, which actually sort of plays into 
A movie, sort of. Sure. Yeah, um, a little bit. Uh, but apparently Jeff Johns has given comments like um, his lawyer or whatever has been saying like, oh, you know, Jeff Johns is not racist because his ex-wife is black and his current wife is 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 Asian, so he's not racist. Mm-hmm. And then Walter Hamada, like with somebody at Warner Brothers, Ansar enough, I think, said like, oh, our like Walter's, he's he's of Asian descent, so he's not racist. And like that's the equivalent of me saying like I've got black friends, so I can't be racist. And it's like that's not always the same thing. You right. know what I mean? I mean yeah. I mean, am, am I off basis here? No. You no, know what I'm saying? Not like, so it's just it sucks, dude. Like I. This, that whole, this makes me want Ray Fisher back even more. Yeah, of course. This whole situation, like Joss Whedon... He doesn't need to work anymore, I'm sorry. It's like if you took a wet bag, <laughs> farted in it, and left it out in the sun, that's what he like. <laughs> that's what he is to me. See, you know? I'm not typically one for like, oh, you messed up, you're done forever. Mm-hmm. I'm but not it seems like, like it's that. A, it's a pattern of behavior. Yeah, but this is not there, I mean, there's allegations that have come yeah, out about exactly. like Buffy and other shows and movies. From the 90s, that, yeah. yeah. And... And it's just like, it's it's stuff that honestly, in a weird way, like I just, I've been watching Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier, and it's very good. But it kind of makes me look at like the Avengers differently, because now I'm kind of mm-hmm. like it uh, it annoys me, because I'm like all he wants to do is make these little quips, just like oh look, right. haha, like I like like the line, in I think Age of Ultron where there's this sort of ham fisted and shoehorned romance between Bruce Banner and uh, Black Widow. And I think Iron Man said something like, you guys better not be playing hide the zucchini. And I was just like, what? We're like, this is what we're... It, it would be green. Exactly. And it's like, that's what we're making a sex joke. Yeah. Like during the battle for earth, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like probably I, be a lot bigger than the zucchini. I don't know. <laughs> I understand that. I'm probably just be like, like a, like a full, like, but it's just, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to talk about that. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, it, I don't know. Um, that was me, like, word vomiting on this. But as a DC fan, it's really disheartening. It sucks. It's really frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. What do you think? It's it's upsetting. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Oh. Like, fuck those guys. One, I'm gonna curse in this one. No, it's fine. <laughs> one last thing. Uh, there was a on the show Krypton, mm-hmm. um, which is like it takes place. On, oh, this is about like uh, it's uh, the dude from uh, Bridgerton. I don't know his name. Yeah, uh, Zod's grandparents and uh, Clark Kent's grandparents. Yeah. So there was this, this great actor who's blown up Cal-El. now because he was on Bridgerton. I have not seen Bridgerton, but he's um, he's uh, awesome. Apparently, he's great. Apparently, yeah. he's amazing. He's he's of color. Um, I don't know exactly what like nationality is but um he was uh, apparently had this great audition I, I forget his name let's find his name can you look up his name real fast Nick? yeah um he apparently had this great audition to play the grandfather of kal-el of superman and i want to say it was jeff johns who was quoted as saying superman's grandfather can't be black mm-hmm. because apparently this was originally supposed to be a prequel in demand of steel but then they f- switched it and said no it's not so actually they I might pronounce this incorrectly. Isn't it like French or some of that? It's like Roger John Page. Okay. I, d- I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. Yeah. I apologize, Mr. Page. It's just weird to have the same people who say 
or Clark Kent's grandparents can't be black, mm-hmm. are also the ones saying, "Hey, look, we're making a black Superman." And and uh, you know what I mean? so Ray, I think I think Ray Fisher mm-hmm. tweeted about this, yeah, and said like, "Well, why didn't you find someone who looks like Zod?" Or yeah, you know, like this was Zod's I, grandparents. I, 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 I I think Ray Fisher has like when they announced the Black Superman, which I guess they haven't like officially announced it. Mm-hmm. I think Ray Fisher said like, "Don't let them fool you. This is like he was like this is this is not what you think it's gonna be. It was like this is a two like a like a like a two faced move to make them look good." Yeah. Um, while that's still awesome, and I would think that the Val Zod character would be amazing in all the art with Michael B. Jordan would be great. I just think it's like I'm just tired. Yeah. Which leads me into the next bit of news. Sorry, that was like all me, but this is my shindig, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you also said, I'm going to keep it brief. <laughs> sorry. I just like, it's so easy to get, like, this just makes me mad. But yeah, I'm telling you, that, what, what did we talk about last week? Where I'm, I'm like, the reason these, these uh, series are popular is because it's like this created universe, one, but two, because it's drama. There's yeah, all this drama yeah. that goes well, into it. Well, here's, this next one is, is the, is more drama. And I'm, this, I'm... <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll I'll say what it is first. I've been watching Falcon and Winter Soldier. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers for the first three episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any of it, Zach? No. Do you care if I talk about it? No. Okay. Speak. Long story short, it's about Falcon and Winter Soldier, <gasps> obviously. D- damn it, dude. <laughs> anyway, Wyatt Russell, it. Wyatt Russell, who's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son, mm-hmm. Wyatt Russell, is playing a character named John Walker. This okay. is This is comics-based. It's comic Comic accurate. John Walker is named the new Captain America. Okay. Okay. The story is about essentially Cap's legacy. Okay. John Walker is kind of a douche. Okay. In the show. He's also kind of a douche in the comic books. Wyatt Russell is not a douche. He's playing a douche. Yeah. Okay. Wyatt Russell's been getting death threats Mm. because he's playing a character who's playing Captain America. Yeah. He is getting death threats for playing his character too well. Yeah. And I've, I'm... I have two thoughts. I'm tired. I'm tired of this. I have two thoughts. Okay. Go on. My first question, actually, was uh, John Walker named after the Scotch whiskey Johnny Walker? Or no was idea. the Scotch whiskey named after... A no comic idea. book. Character. <laughs> no idea. It's one way or the other. No idea. My second thought: something similar happened with Game of Thrones. I know mm. you didn't watch Game of Thrones. Yep. But uh, there's, a, there's an actor. <laughs> there's an actor who played Joffrey Baratheon. Yes. And yes. You know what I'm he talking sucks. about. I, yeah. Joffrey sucks. I, the character Joffrey I, I is the worst. I at least know that Joffrey is the worst. He looks like uh, a Braves pitcher, Mike Soroka. He's in Batman Begins. He's the kid yeah. in Batman yeah, yeah, Begins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And uh, he, like, <laughs> had experiences where he went to college and, like, no one would sit by him because <laughs> because he played this little fucker yeah, like, <laughs> in a TV show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... But also, like, <sighs> Kelly Marie Tran during right. Last Jedi got bullied because she's, one, a woman, two, mm-hmm. she's Asian, and it's like, then, then this just this small stuff where like, man, like I was like, here's like, see Sasha, I, I forget her name, something Sasha something. She's playing Supergirl in the new in the Flash. Yeah. Like, look at this cool concept art. And somebody on Instagram, some artist, it wasn't Boss Logic, but it's somebody like Boss Logic, mm-hmm. um, had created this like mock up of what she could look like as Supergirl. 
okay? Supergirl, you know, usually has blonde hair, blue eyes, but, you know, this is a Latin uh, woman. And it showed her in this really unique suit. It was a different take on it. It was like silver and blue and red. You know, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at some of the comments, and people were just like, this is horrible. This is trash. This yeah. sucks. This is awful. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. This is terrible. And I was like, you know what? If you don't like it, who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Like, if if I saw this and I thought, I don't really care for that, I'm not going to go, hey, you, this is a piece of garbage. Yeah. I'd be like, I personally would take this a different direction, but, like, that's that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm... It, <laughs> It, this makes me sad. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it makes me like tired of superhero movies. Oh, uh, welcome, welcome. It makes me very tired of it, and I'm, you know, like I, it just, I don't know, dude. It just, I'm a guy who was excited to see the Snyder Cut, but I got tired of the Snyder Cut. You, you got tired I mean? of the Snyder Cut? Yeah, like for the past four years, I got tired oh, of okay. everything. You like, I see. Like, hey. Rob Pattinson's going to be a piece of crap because we want the Snyder Cut. It's like, those things can coexist. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like, or, or, you know, WandaVision didn't have Mephisto. It's a piece of, it, it, it's garbage. No, it's not. Like, it just makes me mad, dude. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm ranting now, so I'm going to, you know, toss this off to you. I can't even yeah, talk Yeah, toss anymore. it off to me. I don't even know who Mephisto is, man. He's the <laughs> devil in Marvel Comics, and he's... He's connected to he's the de- like the Christian he, devil. He's like the Marvel Universe's Satan, sort of. Uh, okay. Does he live underground? He's. I mean, yeah. Does hell. he live in the core of the Earth? Yes, because th- that's where hell is. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, no, just, no, no. I I genuinely don't. Because you're putting air quotes up in the I, air. I don't know man. if he's like what he's linked to, like giving me sass. No, but I'm saying like he was linked to this to Agatha Harkness, who was in Wandavision. Yada yada yada. Okay. So everyone was mad because it didn't have a, have. Uh, him in it. Anyway, I don't. I don't have anything to add to this shit show, man. Like, I, I've been done with the superhero movies. Um, it just makes me mad, man. Yeah, it make, it's, it's it's very upsetting. Too. It makes me sad. So, uh, anyway, getting away from like the yes. like depressing news. Let's move away from that stuff. Um, well, this might be depressing to some people. Yeah. But, but uh, it, there's rumors that Dune. I mean, last week we talked that Dune was going to be like dual released on yeah. streaming services and in theaters. But mm-hmm. now there there are rumors that it's it's going to be theater exclusive. Yeah. So I saw something that said that, that Dune, Dune might actually just be in theaters, which is it's it's in October. Yeah. Uh, so that's possible. I, Hunter Shindig, I got my first dose vaccination today. You got a sticker. I didn't get a sticker. I did get a sticker. I'm wearing it right now. So it's like a, it's I like got vaccinated. It's like a voter sticker, but Mercedes it says I got stadium. vaccinated and it's got a check mark. I didn't get one. It's got Mercedes-Benz Stadium on it. Yay. Oh, that's why, because I yeah. went down to down to Griffin. Mm. <laughs> Nothing ever happens in Griffin. But anyway. we need to wear hunting vests yeah. in, down in Griffin. <laughs> that is true. Um, uh, but my I, it took me like five minutes to get my shot. I like yeah. pulled up and they gave me a shot. It sounds like you had parking issues. I did have parking issues, but I will say, for those of you who are listening and I live in the Atlanta area, um, it was a job well done. Yeah. Because that was a ton of people. It's a huge stadium. Yeah, it's massive. But it was a very efficient. I was there for. They the, opened up all the parking decks and everything. Yeah, like we were directed, and then you know it was really easy to figure out once we got in there. Uh, the longest part of my experience was me. I had I didn't have to, but I opted to do the like ten minute waiting period after mm-hmm. to see if I have a reaction. 
everyone was super was super nice, super cool. Uh, so yes, but that being said, with vaccinations going up, I know California just announced that they're going to be lifting restrictions in June. Yeah. So we might, and I think Godzilla vs Kong did better than expected at the box office in yes. the theaters. So there's talks now that Dune might, um, which I think for movies like that, that'd be cool. Or like the Suicide Squad, I'd go see that mm-hmm. in theaters, you know. Isn't it something like, I could be way off here, uh, we could be having like a Zach sucks next week, you know, <laughs> a little segment, but I, I, I think I've heard that over 40% of adults have had at least one dose now. Nice, okay. Which is a big number. Yep, okay. I think. I, I don't know for sure. I think. But I'm I'm liking that. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> anyway, so we got one last bit of news because we're already at 20 minutes. Uh, Zach let me know today that um, what he said was Yahoo Questions or whatever is ending. Yahoo Answers. Yahoo Answers I think is, is closing down. Is being removed. And he sent me the screenshot of somebody's question. And it's a good question. It's a great question. <laughs> and it was, if Batman's parents... Are died. Are died. The quote is, if Batman's parents are died, how was he born? It doesn't make any sense how died parents can have children. (laughs) Did they think this through? The answer is no. You just uncovered an 80-year-old loophole in DC Comics, one of their biggest heroes. That is a plot. sorry. That was my... Plot transgression. Was that your slack? Yeah, it was slack. All right. Okay, cool. We can cut this this dead air time out, too. (laughs) Sorry. All right, cool. Anyway, uh, we have a new segment. (laughs) It's called... It's called We Suck. No, it's called Hunter Sucks, apparently. This is Zach's shindig. I made a claim the other day. Give me a little theme song. Come on. That was, this is Zach's shindig, where he corrects Hunter for his mistakes. He corrects Hunter. (laughs) So I made a a blanket statement. That was off the whim. Okay, so saying that the Snyder restore the Snyderverse was the biggest hashtag of all yeah, time or something. Hashtag restore the Snyderverse. Exactly. In, in was a, I correct? In a, in a short period of time, <laughs> became like the biggest hashtag ever. Uh, editor, insert it here. The hashtag restore the Snyderverse is the most tweeted thing in Twitter history. Thank you, editor. Okay, <laughs> I'm the editor. <laughs> <laughs> it's a note for later. Okay. So, um. You were wrong. I did a little mm. bit of research because while you were saying that, I, I was thinking like, have you? Uh, the BTS fandom is bigger than the Snyderverse fandom. Like they're just they're, they're everywhere, you yes. know. And you were way off, man. <laughs> I wasn't even remotely close to at n- at no point in time was it even the the <laughs> the, the top trending tweet on Twitter. So there's no way that it, it it's it, you were just wrong. Mm. It peaked at number six. I'm going to read off a couple tweets or a, a couple hashtags that were trending higher in the past 30 days. Mm-hmm. Hashtag BTS Army. Hashtag Sexy Cutie Leader. Hashtag Treasure. Um, da, 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 hashtag Dynamite. That's another BTS one. Hashtag April Fool's Day. Light it up like dynamite. Uh, hashtag Film Out by BTS. Hashtag BTS, All right, our I, greatest prize. I get the point. Hashtag Light It Up BTS. <laughs> I get it. Hashtag Grammys. I get it. So what was I like? It was number like what forty or something like In that. In the past thirty days, it is. It was the forty fourth <laughs> most trending tweet. Yeah, I think what I meant to say was, I believe someone said it was the most tweeted about 
movie? For reference, you, you know that like or the comic book movie or something like that. Yeah, have you seen that like graphic or that video where it shows like the size of Earth and it shows like the size of the sun yes. and then it shows like all yes. these like huge planets in Earth the universe? Earth is restore the Snyderverse. Yeah. And so other for reference, restore the Snyderverse has had nine hundred and sixty nine thousand four hundred tweets. No, nah, because it it broke one point five million. I saw that on Twitter. Well, maybe this. How'd you see it on Twitter? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, like it, it said? There was says, says like this many tweets or whatever. Okay. That being said, though, I don't think 1.5 okay. million would make it number one, would it? No, it wouldn't. Not even close? No. Uh, <laughs> Light it up BTS, according to this website, getdaytrends.com, <laughs> uh, had 6.8 million tweets wow. only on March 15th. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. So. Hunter was wrong. That's Hunter sucks. The segment. I'm sorry. What's new with whiskey? Let's do a whiskey, whiskey shot. Whiskey. just she's just snoozing, man. Nothing much yeah. is new with whiskey. She's been very vocal today. She's excited about this movie. She has a lot of thoughts. Yeah, whiskey. Do you have anything you want to say? Can you hear that? Hopefully, that was well timed. She's so good. Mm-hmm. For for those of you who don't know, cats don't usually listen, but every time Zach comes over to record. And Zach says, whiskey, is time to record. She follows Zach up the stairs and into this room. Yep, she knows. All right, theme song is out. Whiskey shots, whiskey shots. Does whatever a whiskey cat does. Yeah. Whiskey shots. All right, cool. Now it's time for our world-famous segment. Movie in a minute? It's going to be a long one because we're at 30 minutes. I'm sorry. I, I, it's going to be a long minute? My, my, uh, my... My rant went on too long. It's okay. It's okay. Um, it's time for movie in a minute trademark. Movie in a minute trademark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've never failed at this. Never. <laughs> go back and listen for proof. Yeah, yeah. Go back. <laughs> All right, Zach, it's your turn. All right. What are we doing today? We're batting a hundred. We're batting a thousand. You want to be batting a thousand, right? Batting a thousand. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to be batting a hundred. That's pretty bad. Uh. Well, you know, Ozzy Albies would want to be batting Ooh. 100 right now. Eef. Sorry, Oz. Come on, Ozzy. He'll get there. He's fine. He got his first hit today. He did. I wonder if they're winning right now. He was like... Doing, really? Yeah. Oh, good for him. Throwing hands in the air when he got his hit. Good Braves. Okay. All right, cool. Movie in a minute. This is Promising Young Woman. Are you ready? I've never been more ready. All right, cool. And in three, two, one... Okay, so we've got Cassandra Thomas. She's 30 years old. She's a med school dropout. She works at a coffee shop. Uh, Throughout the movie, we learn little bits and pieces of why she's dropped out. Her best friend, I think it's her best friend like from childhood, uh, was raped and not taken seriously in med school by like an acquaintance that they had at a party. Um, Like I said, no one took her seriously. And uh, throughout the movie... Cassie, Ka- Cassandra is trying to like get revenge on these people or like try and see if they're regretful or if they have any, you know, uh, shame for what they did. The ones that don't, she like tries to teach them a lesson by doing something like getting them drunk and making them think that they've been taken advantage of. Uh, th- the only guy that does like show regret is the lawyer and she doesn't do anything to him. There was something set up, but anyways. So then she goes to the, the cabin and gets killed. <laughs> and and then the phone, uh, the phone and the letter. Perfect. <laughs> Boom. Oh man. Perfection. I feel like I, I feel like I nailed it. Yep, you nailed it. That was perfect. 
<laughs> All right, cool. So uh, why don't you run down some facts for us? Who made this movie? This All movie was stuff. directed by Emerald Fennel, mm-hmm. who also had a, a part to play in the movie. She she was in it. Was she the blowjob lip slip? Yeah, she, yeah. she was. Um, I think I saw that the other day. It was produced by a bunch of people, but a name that popped out to me, I didn't know this movie was produced by Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting. Uh, it was written by Emerald Fennel, Fennel as well, uh, starring Carrie Car- Mulligan, Bo Burnham, Allison Brie, Clancy Brown, Jennifer Coolidge, Laverne Cox, Connie Britton. Music by Anthony Willis. Good job, Anthony. There's a cover of Toxic. Oh, yeah, that we both made a note of. Oh, man. That's, uh, uh, cinematography, Benjamin Krakun. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> Edited by Frederick Thorval. It was originally it, it released at Sundance, uh, okay. the, same, the same Sundance that uh, Minari was at, so January last year. But then it was a Christmas Day release, so December 25th, 2020. Uh, runtime is 113 minutes. So okay. another movie that's under two hours. Yep. Budget was, according to Wikipedia, between five and 16.9 million. That's a pretty big gap. I don't know what. Uh, box office was 11.5 million, but it was a Christmas release during a pandemic. Yep. And it's been like heavily on streaming services. So mm-hmm. like the numbers are probably not accurate. I can't see this movie being a flop because, I mean, I. I Actually, we haven't decided if this movie's good or yet. So good or not yet. Yeah, so. we haven't decided. We're gonna have to see. <clears throat> so ignore what I just said. All right, cool. So let's dive in. Yeah. We start out with some uh, some man butts. Man, it's not it's not man butts. It's like gyrating hips and just like from the second this movie begins, men suck, <laughs> and that's all. Like, so I yeah. I love these kind of shots, and I'll tell you why. Um, the same reason I hearken back to Wonder Woman when the whole joke about uh, he, she sees Chris Pine getting out of the bath and stuff. I always think it's very interesting to, to see people's reactions when the when like the um, role is flipped. Okay. Because explain because like how many times have have you seen in some sort of film or movie or whatever, you know slow-mo of a woman dancing and it's usually her butt or like okay. her hips right and they're moving in a you know provocative way and it's very sexualized and when you do that to a man it either one looks stupid because it is okay two i think it's sometimes funny this might not be the case for this film but i've s- seen men get like obviously uncomfortable with it okay and it's like I think it's an interesting commentary on like you see how dumb this is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like at least for me, like I appreciate that. I'm I'm like this is, this is ridiculous. Okay, I'm gonna refute you. Okay, go for it. But not in the way that you might think, That's or fine. that all these people listening to this might think I'm gonna refute him. So uh, um, Chris Pine's butt in Wonder Woman mm-hmm. is that is that is meant to be sexualizing. Of like him, yeah. It's supposed to be like, oh man, look at that hot butt. Yeah. <laughs> in the same way that like watching a woman dance in slow motion and focusing on her butt would be. Mm-hmm. This is not that. This yeah. is like an intentional like you look ridiculous. Stop. True. Stop doing that. True. Um, and it does a really good job of that. So yeah. I don't think this is flipping that on its head necessarily, mm-hmm. because. Well, I guess it is flipping it on its head, isn't yeah, it? But yeah, because because I would I would argue again and say that there's times in films where there's no reason or need to sexualize something and it is right like i think but the goal like, here was not to sexualize true. There's, there's no point in this movie where 
uh, they're trying to like sexualize, sexualize men. men. No, I totally agree. Yeah. I just think it's interesting because in my opinion, because why would you? It, it's not. It's not necessary. Yeah, it's not. Ugh. It might be a commentary on like. I don't know. I mean, for me, it was like I hear you. Yeah, like it's just like it's ridiculous to do this with either gender. It's yeah, it's stupid. Or like, how many times must women sit through a movie where, where they see a woman on 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 screen portrayed in some way that's like mm-hmm. ridiculous? You know what I'm saying? This movie does a great job of pointing out all the ridiculous shit. Yeah, the bullshit double standards that that men pull. Oh yeah. Oh, like yeah. I said, men suck. Like you and suck. Not even men, but I like, suck. Not even men, but like the systems mm-hmm. do. Because later we see the dean, who's a woman, say something like, I just got to give these boys the benefit of the doubt. And it's like, <sighs> yeah. Anyway, guide us. We don't have to go in order, but there's just a lot of like, so, I just. So men butts. Yeah. She's uh, like obviously drunk at yeah, the bar. Right. She doesn't have so think. <laughs> she doesn't have her phone. Uh, and this dude, he who looks like, and this is a big ringy dingy ding. Like this is a big like point in the movie. Mm-hmm. Who looks like the good guy in the bunch? There's three yep. guys there. Two of them are like, huh, huh, she looks like a hot piece of meat or whatever yeah. they say. You know. The, yeah. And and then the guy's like, oh, I hope she's okay. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I'll go talk to her. And they're like, yeah, high five, bro. <laughs> oh man, let's do a keg stand. And so he he like walks over. I'm I'm gonna keep because. <laughs> Men are idiots. No, yeah, totally. I totally like. <laughs> go on. So they're like, oh yeah, fist bump, chest yeah, bump, yeah, bro. And he walks over there and he's like, hey, are you okay? You know, we can share a cab, whatever. Seems like he's a a nice guy, right? Then he invites her. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, um, you know, we're basically going by my place. Do you want to come over and have a drink? Yeah. She's already drunk. So like, why? <sighs> Anyways. Yeah, that was something that that like I totally caught on to. Where I was like. He had been saying like, "Oh man, like you're, whew, like you're really," and he's like, "You want some more alcohol?" Right. Like, they get to the apartment, and, and meanwhile, g- keep in mind she never says yes. Yeah. She oh, never yeah, consents. No. He just nope. she doesn't say anything. Yep. So he takes the silence as consent, which is not <clears throat> no. That's not. That's not consent. No. Look it up. Yeah. It's not consent. And um, they go to the apartment. He pours her like the biggest drink. Yeah. I've ever seen. And it looks like it's like straight liquor. So if you're, it was straight liquor. If you're drunk yeah. and you have a big cup of straight whiskey, you're yeah. going to be way more drunk. Right. <laughs> like, so he has an end game here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he pours himself just like a little bit. They barely even like start drinking. And he's like, okay, let's go to the bedroom. Or I, I don't remember exactly he, what happens, dude, but... The, the, <laughs> the kissing in this movie. Ugh, she's not even like doing it's anything. It's so uncomfortable. She's, her mouth is like closed and her face is like... Yeah. Not moving, and he's just like, wow. Again, blah, blah, blah. this movie does a great job of like pointing out all the obvious bullshit that men. And what's like funny? Tra- what's what's? It's not funny, but like what he does afterwards is he goes. He's and like, so does McLovin wow. later. Yeah, they both go. Oh my gosh! I was like, bro, because it's it has nothing to do with Ew. like. Yeah, it's it's gross. It is it is disgusting. So they go in the bedroom, and at at this point she's saying no, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it we learn that she's not drunk at all. Yeah. And she's like, and hey. He, and and like, he's oh. like, he becomes the victim at that point, right? Yep. Not really, but yep. like he tries to. Just like McLovin. Just like McLovin. He's like, what, the, what the fuck yeah, is this? Like, like, I want you to leave. You're crazy. Yeah. Like, what are you? And it's just like, bro. Same thing. So I think it's right after this. I've, this movie's great. 
<laughs> men suck in this movie. Yeah. Great. Um, but right after this, she's leaving and she's walking by the construction workers and yeah. they start hooting and hollering. They think that she's on the like quote unquote walk of shame. She does the perfect thing for the, the, the mood of this movie. Yep. All she does is stare she at them. stares at them. And, and they just crumble, man. They yeah, cower, they don't like, know how to react. Yep. And and they, they start calling her a bitch and all this stuff. And yeah, like, <laughs> like uh, I think what I wrote is I was like, oh, I like her. Like, mm-hmm. she just stares at him. Um, <clears throat> but I want to mention yeah, one I, thing. I've been ranting here. No, no, you're fine. I ranted earlier. Uh, so far in this movie, I visually, because I with these best picture noms, I want to try and comment on all that stuff too. Yeah, um, please. Throughout this movie, I, there, I didn't... I didn't dislike the music. I didn't love it as much as like Minari. Mm-hmm. There were some music choices where I was like, "Oh hell yeah, this is this is great." Toxic. Um, Toxic's one of them. Um, visually, I think it's great. I got a like a '80s vibe. Not okay. Not in the time frame, but like in the colors. It almost reminds Yo, the me. The colors of, are spot on. It reminds me of Drive. With, yes, with Ryan Gosling. I got and, a and, lot uh, of big Drive. Sh- she vibe. was in that too. She was in that. You're right. Carrie Mulligan. Um. So like, there's a lot of like. Pinks and like yep. purples that are bright but not like There's some super like bright neon yeah. going on. Um. Anyway, yeah. So I uh, like I off the bat, I was like, this is definitely has something to say. Mm-hmm. I will say though, because th- this is sort of a dark comedy, black comedy. Yep. Um, I didn't know that at first, and so when it started getting funny, I sort of was like, oh crap. Like, I felt bad, sort of, for laughing. <laughs> Should I laugh at this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but no. Uh, then we, let's cut. Let's see, where are we? We see that she lives with her parents. Yes. And she has a dead-end job. Yep. With uh, Working at a coffee shop. Laverne Cox. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, and then I'm going to toss it back to you. No, keep going. I think I've, I wrote it down later. I think I've loved, uh, I loved every scene in that coffee shop. Okay. All this stuff, like all the relationship interactions, whether it's her, I forget Laverne Cox's character's name, um, but then Ryan, Bo Burnham's character, uh, like um, all of those yeah, little Ryan moments. Yeah, Ryan Cooper. Like I loved all Laverne that stuff. Laverne was Gail. Gail, okay. Yeah. Loved all that stuff. Okay. Uh, but go on. What do you mean go on? You were talking. No, like I, I, mean, I, this is, I'm handing it off to you. So I didn't, I don't know. I think th- this was part of the black comedy part mm-hmm. with like this stupid shit that happens in romance movies. She spits in the coffee. Oh, the like meat cutes. <laughs> Whatever. She spits in the coffee and he drinks it, and I'm supposed to think that's romantic or something. No, I don't know. so I wouldn't say that that you're supposed to think it's um, romantic. Which, which I, I don't think I am, but like it's it's sort of like that vibe, right? Because yeah. this movie is like poking fun at. I don't know. Maybe, but I. Uh, I think it was more like, uh, I guess, a commentary on like um, her character. Oh, she, I love her. Character. Where she's like, I don't. You give want me a to shit. spit in the coffee? Like, I'll spit in the coffee. Shit. Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I I get that, but him drinking it and then like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I think when we get to know his character, that's sort of like maybe his humor, and he's like, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I, I, it, I I thought it was funny. Like I I enjoy, I thought that was a big like for him to do that was like a big like, I think that moment like intrigued her enough to be like oh, okay. I, I, oh, I think drinks. she expected him to be like oh well. Oh he's a you. oh he's a spit drinker. <laughs> okay, I see you. <laughs> yes, that's it. Um, he drinking spit out here. But I I okay. like I I already 
liked their chemistry, their like banter and stuff. Yep. Um, so now we get to uh, creepy like drug addict McLovin. McLovin, <laughs> I wrote. I was like McLovin, no. I've never seen him in anything else. So Me, that was, I don't think I have either. I will say that that was, and this is not the movie's fault. Yeah. Okay. But that was super jarring for me. Yeah. I yeah. sort of couldn't take it seriously because all I could think was, this is McLovin, man. See, I like to, to think of it, that that is McLovin's character after six years, after five or six years. Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not, man. I hope not, too. Yeah. So he's creepy. He's doing cocaine, asks her if she wants some, and she says no. So what does he do? What any rational human being would do, tries to force her to do cocaine. Yeah, that was already like... Um, she doesn't sniff it. She blows out, and yeah, like, and, and he's like, "Well, that's not going to work." <laughs> he like, he tries to make her gum it by like yeah, rubbing yeah, it on her gums it. or whatever. Um, Which I was saying, how must that been to film? <laughs> hmm? How must have that been to film for them? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Anyway, go on. And he, she, she, she acts like she's about to throw up, like she's nauseous, and she's like, "I need some water mm-hmm. or something like that." So he goes and gets some water, acting like the. Ooh, I just belched. <laughs> Belched. A, a tiny little gas bubble <laughs> <laughs> coming out of my throat. Um, trying to, like, acting like the good guy, right? Like, oh, yes, let me get you some water. I'm I'm a m'lady, m- you know, all that shit. Yeah. This, this movie reminds me of, like, fedora wearing, like, m'lady men. <laughs> I, uh, anger. So, Which one of them later does wear a fedora. He, and someone in this movie <laughs> yeah. says m'lady. It yeah. might have been Bo Burnham's character. I don't, I don't know, remember who it but, was, but someone says m'lady. somebody does wear... Wear I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Emerald right. Fennel, I see you. Go okay? on, go on. So, uh, where was I? Oh, he's, he's he's like going to get the water. So he comes back and she's passed out, and he looks so frustrated. Yeah, like, dude. How dare you pass yeah. out on my couch? It's not. Yeah. A, it's not about helping her, right? It's about yeah. trying to, you know, make sure she's coherent enough to right sleep with, or is she's not going to throw up on his futon yeah. or whatever the hell it was? Yeah, and. And then the same thing happens he where jolts he jolts her awake too. He's like, "Hey, hey!" And, and he's, he's like, like hey. yeah, "Yeah." He like yells and jolts her awake, and and the, the same thing happens where he tries to take advantage of her, and then she's like, "I am not what you think I am. I'm not drunk. I'm not helpless." Yeah. And and he's like, "But I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy." Yeah, he keeps reaffirming that he's a good guy. Like, shut up, McLovin. So also, uh, McLovin's writing a he's he, he like writing a he's like he like pitches a book to her right. The he's book, writing a novel. The novel pisses me off. Yeah, he's essentially like, oh, you know, I'm just writing this book about like the troubles of being a man and all the the stuff that men go through. And obviously, uh, Cassie's not not buying it, right? No. This this idea that that men go through so much and like. I don't know, man. He's, so, like, he's also a white man. Yeah. So let me, hear, hear me out here. I I was in grad school, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna name any names, but I'm eating lunch with some people from my cohort. They call, mm-hmm. it, they call it a cohort. Yep. yep. And um, this guy is like, "Hey, man, uh, would you like to join our men's group?" And I stopped eating. Now, if you know me, I never stop eating. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will just eat forever. Right. Uh, but I stopped eating, and I said, "You're what the fuck group?" <laughs> and, and he said, "Our our men's group. It's for men to like, you know, be able to talk about like all the problems that men have, and like, you know, how to, you know, what to do and stuff like that." And I'm like, "What? Why is that? What do you mean?" 
And he explained it to me. And essentially, they would like go out in the woods and like beat their chest and like do like primal screams and stuff. And I'm like, oh, what? Wait, really? Yeah, like what the fuck? So they're not even talking about like actual like mental health things that actually well, could matter. I mean, they they are, but even then, like, what is a men's group like? No, I. Who, so I. Who is in a more privileged position? Yes. Do not defend the men's group. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm saying that I will. Def- I would. I will acknowledge and say that. Uh, this is men's fault too. The stigma of like, oh, men can't show emotion and men can't have mental illness and men can't be weak and stuff. Right. But like, thi- <sighs> sorry, slack. Uh, things like, like I'm okay with you being like, hey, let's 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 let, let's have a, a talk about that. Mm-hmm. But to go out and like make it try and make it more manly is. Oh, it was a group. It was like, like against the. the that like defeats the purpose. This was like females excluded, like only men only. Like he waited until the girls that were eating lunch with us that day left to like proposition me about the the secret men's group. How about nah? Yeah, like yeah. Y'all can go out in the woods and beat your chest and like fucking scream at the sky. Yeah. I'm gonna go home and just like cry myself to sleep. Okay. Like I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> I can. F- yeah, I would rather like be going through some shit than like partake in that. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, but to to say it in a way that like invalidates the other's experience is where it's like because that that comes across as like oh well yeah, well we have problems too. Yeah. And it's like okay. I don't know. I think it's a stupid idea, Hunter. <laughs> no, I I <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Goodness. I think it's really dumb. I don't know, but this is when it becomes like victim blaming. Well, no, 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 that's that's later. But then he like earlier is like, oh well, this is this is now your fault, right? Like you're crazy, right? Like what's wrong with you? Not mm-hmm. I'm doing all these things that are pretty gross, right? Uh, but it's like now it's you, you know what I mean? Like it's I don't know, it's it's messed up, man. Like it's messed up. Yeah, it's messed up. It's just like. You know, I I think I think even later, uh, I'm I'm trying to think of who she's talking to when the phrases of like oh, no, I think it's actually right on like it's it's early on in the very first scene where one of them says like oh that's asking like she's asking for it and it's like that is yes that's the man at the unless bar unless she is verbally and coherently saying right I would like this yeah she's not like if you don't hear that coming out of someone's mouth don't yeah go home it's just I don't know. If ah, it's gross, man. But like, there are mistakes that you should never make, and yeah. these are mis- these are mistakes that yes. are like socially acceptable. Like, oh, she was asking for no, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she was drunk. Like, yeah. that's something that should should not that those are mistakes that yeah. should never be made. Okay, yeah. never in a million years. Um. Anyway, sorry, I'm yelling. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm I think this movie yelling. <laughs> this movie is supposed to make people mad. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. Anyway, so we cut to a, it's like her birthday, I think. So we we do sort of at least see that. Um, while I do love her character, she's definitely out of it. She's definitely sort of like. Well, this is a theme throughout the, the throes of. She's in grief. This trauma. Yeah, yeah. she's in this trauma. So th- th- a big theme in this movie. I just hijacked your whole thing. No, no, here. go for it. Go for but, it. But uh, a big theme throughout this movie is is not just how that act affected Nina, but uh, like it it drastically impacted two lives. Yeah, what one I'm, what one man did or a group of people did. Yeah, honestly, I think I made a comment somewhere where I was like, "This movie's about consequences." Yeah, this is like at least at least one of the themes is 
consequences. Consequences. Not Grief, just not just trauma. the immediate consequences, uh, but consequences as a whole. And I just um, I want to say something else, just real quick, yeah, yeah. and then we can progress. No, no, that's fine. From the beginning of this movie, like the way that all the men are acting makes me, as the viewer, not trust men in this movie. Like yeah. I don't trust Bill Burnham's character because of what other men have did. Yeah, all that stuff. Right? Do you see where I'm going oh, with yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a movie. I'm not, I don't have to deal with this on a daily basis. Yeah, you know, but people have to deal with this in the world. Um, you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, yeah, because it, it maybe it, I'm incoherent here. I don't no, know. No, no, but it, it like immediately makes you wary, right? Of of what could happen to you. Correct. Um, Emerald Fennel just does a great job with this. Yeah, there's I forget Shout who's out. saying it, but someone is saying. I think it's the guy at the very end who says like, "This is every guy's worst nightmare," and I think, uh, I think Cassie says like. What do you it was think, Al, wasn't what it? What do you think every woman's worst nightmare? Yeah, yeah. he's handcuffed to the bed. It was and Al. He's like, you don't think I felt thing? You don't think like, I went yeah, through some this stuff? Is, this is that's every man's worst nightmare to be accused of that. Yes, and it's like you did it. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, I think a big theme of this movie also is like responsibility, mm-hmm. and like if you have made a mistake. Now, if you've done something like this, there's there's a pretty big consequence that's coming your way. But mm-hmm. just in general, of saying like of like owning it and being like. There's there's something that that I saw I think last summer where it was like um, normalize changing your opinion when you're presented with new information. Okay. And it's like if you were doing something and you think okay this is fine, and then something happens and you're shown from somebody else, hey this thing that you did that you thought was okay actually caused this, mm-hmm. which was painful hurtful. Then one would say, okay, well, I'm not going to do this anymore because of what it's done. Right. You know what I'm saying? The consequence <clears> of that. <throat> that, of saying, that I wasn't necessarily yeah. aware of or didn't yeah. care about the time, whatever it is. Instead of saying, like, well, it's your fault that you're hurt by this. And yeah. it's like, no, no. It's like the 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 apology. Well, I'm sorry you felt that way. Exactly. You know? If it's something like, as it, if it's something like a respectable life choice where you're saying, like, I want this. And then someone says, "Well, I disagree with you." Then you can say, mm-hmm. "I'm sorry that that you feel the same way." That's fine. But if you're like, "Hey, I like how making fun of your nose makes me feel," I say that because I have a big nose. Yeah. Okay. I prefer talking. Never mind. No, it's fine. I I I'm aware that I have a big nose, but yeah. I, I'm saying like, if someone says, "I like how it makes me feel to make fun of your face," right? And then someone says, "Well, it hurts me," and then I were to say. That's your fault. Mm-hmm. No, it's you're just being douche. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's no, I, I know what you mean. I got off on a on a tangent there. Anyway, what's next? Uh, I think more, we see the beginnings of their relationship with uh, Ryan, right? Yeah, yeah. They go on a couple dates, right? And uh, then he he's like, "Oh wow, what a coincidence! This is my apartment." And it's like that's not a coincidence, dude. No. So yes. Yes. The only thing that I would he say... He picked the co- the place that they yeah. went to dinner, and they walked that way. The only thing that I would you know. say is he does immediately say, like, oh, this is too soon. Like, I messed up. I messed up. I'm not... I think he's an interesting case, because he's like, well, can you become better? I, I, I think Ryan is interesting to me, because he's like, okay, he's, he seems to have matured since this event happened. Okay. But at the end of the movie, 
he makes that a, a, a choice that shows that he still isn't taking any like he's not owning his part. Right. So he I don't, sort of he back- I don't trust Ryan from the outset. I got to tell you. Okay, fair enough. He he backslides a lot in my opinion. Yeah. Because he does and I think that's what kind of makes Cassie like him where he's like I totally like if it's too soon I'm so sorry like you know um but to your point it looks like she 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 actually does in this instance say yes. Yeah, she's but like, she's sure. like whatever, you know. True. It's it's definitely not an emphatic yes. Yeah. But I was wondering as to why, like, why she not? as as to why she like kicked the trash can. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought of it as, like, maybe she wanted to. Because she thought she met this nice guy, and he's using the same tactics that these, like, predators are using, which is like, oh, wow, that's my apartment. Why don't you come up for a drink? And so she she could totally foresee a situation. Instead of just saying, like, maybe, like, while they're at the movie, hey, would you like to go back to my place, maybe? Right. It's like a coincidental thing of, like, oh, wow, look at my bedroom. There's a sex swing hanging from the, like, right in front of the, (laughs) oh, is that a camera? Like, oh, gosh. Oops. I see what you're saying. So instead of you being up front yeah. and saying like, hey, like, would you like to go back to my place? Right. And letting her make that informed choice. Exactly. She, that is, it's he, like putting her on the spot and then making her feel bad if she says no. Yeah. That's exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Because um, I, was, I was wondering if maybe it was like she was like, she, like you said, didn't trust him, which I get it. And I guess for her, that'd be an even bigger red flag. I think she really wants to trust him. Yeah. And this, the reason that she is so frustrated in that moment is because, like, he gave her a reason not to. Yeah. You know? We find out later that, like that. there's there's more reasons not to. Yes. Yes. Um, but we're not there um, yet. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, where are we at? Where are we at? And I could be off with this. Like I'm not Did a woman. You, no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, like I think I I tell you. I we're two dudes talking about yeah, this like movie. We're you know, doing our best. Um, but I think that's 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 a really good point. Is that when you say it like that, he just planned it so they would just wind up right at his apartment. Exactly. It's sort of a manipulation. And it's something that's happened earlier in the movie. I think that was like a leaf blower or something. Yeah, I think so. Either that or there's someone with a chainsaw <laughs> right outside the second <laughs> yeah. story window. Um, of your in-laws' house. Anyway, uh, I forgot to mention that. So we see her. She has like a like a uh, list of names and stuff. I guess the ones who are involved. Um, well, she has like a check. She's like marking off, and mm-hmm. it seems like all the people that she just like does the thing with. Yeah. You know, she writes down their names and says yeah. that person's an asshole. But it's like on a first name basis only. Is that what you were talking about? Sorry. Yeah. 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 Uh, what do you think of the because she uses one of the guys who's in the beginning scene? She uses him later in the scene with Madison. Which isn't, which guy? Isn't that the, 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 there's was three, it? I think so. There's three guys. I don't know. And the two other ones who were like, "Yeah, dude, go talk to her." They show up later. The white one, white guy shows up uh, with Madison, and the black guy is the dude in the fedora. Really? Who like runs off like whimpering? I think well, I'm that, pretty sure the guy in the fedora makes sense because he's like, "Oh, you're that guy that blah blah blah, yes, exactly, or you're exactly. that girl that blah blah exactly. blah went with. You're crazy." Anyway, what do you think of the scene with uh, Madison? I don't know. I, I mean, I thought it was really clever what yeah. Cassandra was doing from the outset, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, like, oh my God, it's so good to see. <laughs> and then, you know, getting to the point after some, you know, mimosas and some yeah. wine drinking and all that stuff. I don't know. 
I mean, I'm not that character, but like, is it okay to make people think that they've been taken advantage of like that? I so no, so that's the thing. A lot of the things that Cassie's done and is doing, well, no. Let me back up. This is probably the only one where I'm like, you, you're close, you're crossing or close to crossing a line. Okay, I think I agree with that because what she's done in the past, actually. It's just calling people out. Yeah, it's this just, is making someone think that they've yes. gone through trauma. Yes, and I think that's, that's. Is that not trauma? Yes, that is in fact trauma, and I think that's. She's doing it to to make a point. Later on, we find out that she, apparently she hired like a. Not a yeah. hit, not a hitman, but a guy who was going to go in and I guess attack the lawyer. I don't know what they were going to do I don't know. because she also had a guy that went up with with uh, yes. Madison, right? So, so she's getting closer to this line of where she's going to be in the wrong too. And she definitely freaks out the Dean and stuff. But yeah, um, with Madison, I don't like Madison. (laughs) I mean, me neither. There was one line where um, Madison, like they said that she just had twins or whatever. And she asked if she had any kids and she was like, you'll get there. And I was like, I'm going to reach my hand through this TV. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I hate that stuff. I, like there's no timeline for anybody and just live your life. Like I, I cannot stand when people feel the need to, well, Madison is like the, the personification of like the status quo. Yes. You know, she witnessed She's the quote unquote good girl, which is what she yeah, says. Right. I became a good girl. <laughs> yeah. You know, she witnessed this thing and because she didn't want to go against the status quo, she didn't say anything about it. She had a video on her phone and she didn't defend yep. Nina or like corroborate her story or anything. Yep. And then, you know, her justification is, well, that's what happens when girls get drunk. You shouldn't, yeah. you know, you shouldn't do that. Meanwhile, she's getting drunk. Yeah. So like, I definitely see the poetic justice. Yes. Which in, I think is her plan. Right. Yeah. I still don't know if I agree with like. Yeah. So you know, she's, she's victim blame. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely like a blurry line of like, should you, should she be doing this? Yeah. But with Madison victim blaming, saying like, "Yeah, but it's it was sort of her fault," you know, we were right. she was drunk and all this stuff, um, and for Cassie to set it up so that Madison now has this story of like, "I think this happened," and no one's going to believe her, then that's she's going to experience what Nina experienced, essentially, mm-hmm. saying like, "This happened," and you know, I think Madison says something along the lines of like, "Who's going to believe a, like a, a girl who's that drunk?" Which then yeah. becomes Madison, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but I think this is, might be an interesting commentary on like, there's a really in this again. I'm a I'm 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 a dude, so I don't know. But there's an interesting, like, w- women who comment on other women who speak out on their experiences. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a there's a really weird volatile culture subculture of, like, when it comes to parenting because we're about to have a kid, and like. Me and Hannah talked about it where it's like, yeah, me and you. Me and <laughs> Hannah have talked about it where it's like, for some reason, if a woman posts about something that they do with their child, like a parenting technique, mm-hmm. other moms seem to feel the need to be like, you're a horrible parent mm-hmm. because you don't do it my way. And it's like, I just think maybe this is her commenting on like how other women react i don't know i'm a i'm a guy yeah so i'm not i'm not saying this as hard fact but it just like you would think 
I, I guess maybe her point is you would think someone like Madison would, would hear Nina's story and be like, oh my God, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, But she doesn't. But she's like, oh, you were just a drunk girl, you know? Right. And it's like, well, you you now are the drunk girl. Yeah. So how does it, how does it feel to you? I don't know. Maybe my faces, but. Yeah. We'll no, I mean, yeah. And then, so, a little bit later on in the movie, um, Cassie seems to, like, abandon this whole, like, crusade. Yep. Right? And then, so she. Well, she goes to see Nina's mom, I think, right? And then her, well, mom, she goes, yeah, her mom's and like, you have please, to let it go. Yeah, you have let to let it, it go. go. But at the same time, she's also, like, getting deeper into this relationship yep. with Bo Burnham. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, so she sort of abandons this, and it's not until the big event, or one of the big events in the movie happens that, uh, well, I guess that is the big event, is Madison coming to her house. Anyways, we'll get there. Do you hear what's going on outside? (laughs) Yeah, someone's grinding up a tree. That's a tree being uh, put in a wood chipper. Anyway. wonder if y'all can hear that. Um, I see a comment, wet dreams. No, she was like... Laugh emoji, laugh emoji. I was like, that's such a... That 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 would be the name of some pop band that's big. She was like, I'm doing a mu- music video for her and oh yeah, and yeah she yeah. had like a like a singer said wet dreams and this girl's like wet dreams. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, um, yes, this scene made me angry when she goes and talks to the dean. Okay. Made me very angry. Well, which part is it? The part that she doesn't remember the victim, but she remembers the. The That's perpetrator, and yes. she's like, "Oh my god, he's such a great guy." That's one of them, huge one. And then, uh, I think I let me see where I put it. It's the part that she uh, said that she had to give Al the benefit of the exactly. doubt, I even though like, someone else I was have like, to "Give put, him the benefit of the doubt." Yeah. Um, and it's like, I don't know. Like, it, once again, mm-hmm. it's a woman saying this. But it also, I feel like, represents the system as a whole because this is the school system. And there's this is been, the institution. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's like, oh, that, that's horrible. Who did you talk to? Yeah, you. Or who did Nina talk to? And she's like, you. you. She talked to you about it. Yeah. Um, but there's been s- numerous stories, and it's it's sickening, honestly, where it's like there was some young, handsome white kid, right, mm-hmm. who. I don't think was accused of, but was like found raping a woman mm-hmm. who was, uh, you know, essentially unconscious, and he got like a month of like probation and community service, mm-hmm. and the judge's reasoning was like, we don't want. It was like boys will be boys or something. Well, it's bullshit. not even that. It was like we don't want to ruin this guy's life. He's a he's a you know a good kid, and it's like he just ru- he, he ruined somebody yeah. else's life, right? And don't really think he's that good of a kid. Yeah. And that's what he's doing. Or there's things where it's like football players who will just sort of like, they'll turn to the cheek because they're an athlete on, you know, it's just like, and she even says, we get so many of these, like, I don't want to say complaints, but mm-hmm. so many this, of these, this happens these so things. often. How are you going to take them all seriously? And, and it's, it's like, like, maybe you should. What? Maybe this what? is like a, a normalized behavior that. Exactly. You know. <sighs> exactly. So you have to normalize the counter to that. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and it's really tragic. Uh, I was a, a resident assistant in mm-hmm. college. You were. And so I, I, I received... Go, go West, go Wolves. I woo! Um, and I, I, I mean, I, I received a lot of training in 
you know, helping people who have been through some shit to get the resources that they need. Mm -hmm. And you'd be shocked looking at the statistics of the amount of people that go through something like that and don't want to like go to anyone and talk about it. Yeah. Because they, they feel that they'll either, they won't be believed the fallout, or, that, yeah. or that they are to blame, Yeah, which is just not the case. It's gaslighting, man. Yeah. Like that's just, that's just straight gaslighting, you know, to say like, uh, Oh, because you wore that. This is why this happened to you. No, mm -hmm. no, that's not, that's not how that works. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. That's just messed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's been people who have said, like, oh, well, now, you know, with me, too, I'm afraid to, like, hit on a girl. And it's like, well, maybe because how you've been doing it, it's been really, really degrading. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't know. I just think if somebody comes up to you and said, hey... Like, this is, like, this is dehumanizing to me. And someone says, no, you're just being sensitive. It's like, you, you, might, ha you might be the problem. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. It's like. No, 100%. There was a thing that, 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 that I read where it was, like, it was really sad, but it was, like, uh, some social media where it was, like, what would you do if you could live a day in the world with, in a world with no men. And it was really sad, all the answers from women. And it was stuff like, where would I want? Mm -hmm. Go walk in the park at midnight and, and, and look at the stars. Yeah. Walk, walk my dog you know, on the sidewalk and not be afraid. Uh, stop wearing makeup. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, me and Hannah live in a city. Suburbs. And, and okay, we used to live in the city trying to get back to the city <laughs> but i would take my dogs out in the middle of downtown atlanta mm -hmm. at midnight and i wouldn't think twice about it yeah you know what i'm saying like i don't have to think about those things and it's that's something that like people need like i have had to learn to recognize mm -hmm. um i don't know man it's, it's like one like, day one day at work someone was talking about like going for a run in downtown Atlanta and and he was like, You know what I mean? Like just running through the city, you know? And this this girl at work was like, No, I have no idea yeah, what you mean. I would no. never do that. Like, no. Yeah. So yeah. Like and that's sad, you know, like there was there was one time where Hannah went to this uh photography uh Photoshop I forgot what it was. I think she flew. Whatever. And um like she like, it, maybe it's me being too trusting of the world, I don't know, but I just, I also know her, and I'm like, she can take care of it, she's fine, you know, she's strong. Mm -hmm. But, like, I remember her, her parents were like, uh, why didn't you go with her, you know, like, she can't, I was like, first off, I am, I feel like she can she can do what she wants, I'm not I'm not her handler, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. by no means. Um, but I also, I that kind of shook me. I was like, I, maybe I don't think the same ways, but like, I realized that no one would think twice if I went somewhere alone. Right. And I get that it's out of care. Like it's, 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 it's for concern, but it's like, it said that that's the reality where it's like, you know, can you walk down the street? Mm -hmm. Um, and that goes beyond anything. Like that goes beyond just gender too. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's a very loaded question. 
anyway. But that's what this movie's about, really. This is more focused on gender, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you like your deep in thought. Whiskey has something to say. Um, can we talk about r- real quick? Because we're already at an hour. Uh, the uh, what do you think of the scene with the lawyer? Well, okay, so she she walks in to the house, and well, first of all, before she even gets in there, uh, she says something like, "I'm your reckoning" or something like that, yeah, right? And he says like, "I've been I've, waiting." Yeah, I knew. It I've was been coming. expecting you. Yeah. you know, not expecting her explicitly, but like he he knows that he's he's done something awful. Yeah, and I've done something awful. I ha- haven't had my. Uh, Devices on airplane mode, so we're probably getting interference. It's all right. Um, Doesn't do that right now. I uh, haven't done something awful like the lawyer did. Because I think he was a, like a defense attorney, right? Where he would defend people. He would defend the 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 rapist essentially. Yeah, but was that like I'm saying like his he wasn't just a rapist defender, but like well, as people a, who practice law typically do this the same kind of case over and over again find because their, they find their niche. Yeah, because they know the ins and outs of like. How to get out of it, or how to get the conviction if you're the, yeah. you know. Yeah, and I've I've often wondered, like, with somebody that you know is guilty, how do you like that's, yeah, part of the guilt must rest on you, right? You know what I mean? Like, I think of the Derek Chauvin trial right now. Yeah. Like, how do you defend that? M- money. You're I getting, guess that would be you're getting paid money. The case. Um, not I'm not. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would, I would, I would imagine so. But this scene was interesting to me because he's the only person who seems to have taken any responsibility. He says he's had and, like a moment of clarity, but yeah. they, his, it was at work and they his saw it as like a said it was like a breakdown or something. Like that. Right. Because um, he it, probably because he just didn't want to do this, and he was yeah, like, no, he, I'm not going to defend people re- who have done horrible things. And they're like, why don't you take a sabbatical? Yeah. You know? Which also is another commentary I think on like. That system where it's yeah. like where you're viewed as having a weakness or like being crazy if you go, this is wrong, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I don't know. He says, I'll never forgive myself, and he's like crying, yeah. And she looks, she's crying too, she's crying too, yeah. It looks more um, like a fearful tear than well, anything. It, it, at first, I thought it was fearful, um, and maybe it is to a certain mm-hmm. extent because here's this like man like coming towards he's her, big dude, too, and he's like. You know, obviously going through some shit, right? Yeah. Um, of his own making, like he's yep. standing in his own shit pile. Mm-hmm. But y- y- you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's the bed he made. The more, yeah, his shit bed that he yeah. made. <laughs> the more I think about it, I think she's just shocked that someone is actually yeah. like remorseful yeah. of what they've done in the past. Yeah. And so he says, "I'll never forgive myself," mm-hmm. and he's saying, "Like I haven't slept in months." Yeah. And I thought. Her use of go to sleep. Yeah, he, she says, I forgive line. you, go to sleep. Brilliant line. Yeah. Well done. And, and then rolled, she calls off the hitman. <laughs> that threw me off. I was like, whoa. I don't know if it was a hitman. <laughs> it was something. You I don't know? think she intended to kill anybody because even Al at the end, she's not going to kill him. No. She's just going to carve Nina's name all over his yeah. body. So um, That reminds me, have you seen, isn't that in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? What? I haven't seen that movie. I saw that movie in theaters and I haven't seen it since. Yeah, where she, like, that landlord guy who I think, like, rapes her or whatever, she, like, carves it into his stomach. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, so I thought that scene was interesting because looking back, he is the only one. And she later sends him the evidence. 
Cheapering. Mm-hmm. Well said, Whiskey. Thank you. <laughs> she later sends him the evidence. Um, yeah. Know, but I don't know. I mean, if you find an attorney that's who you can trust, question yeah. mark, that's who would you, you would want to send something like that to because yeah. they would know what to do with it and like the steps to take and everything. Um, and he, he mean, seems to want an opportunity for atonement and I mean, yeah. she gives it to him. True. See, that's the thing. He, I'm sure at some point was faced to face new information mm-hmm. and he changed his opinion. Yeah. Still did some awful shit. Yes. Yes. That doesn't like absolve him absolve him of his of past that's we're finishing each other's sandwiches yeah <laughs> um you there was something that a friend of mine said years ago that um you're you're free to make any choice you want in this life yeah that does not mean you're free of the consequences of those choices good or bad yeah all right good or bad um and recognizing your mistake, owning responsibility does not absolve you of, of guilt. Yeah. It can absolve you of shame in the sense of like you can recognize that you made a mistake. But here's a here's a it a, doesn't like say you can't I can't murder you and go, I should have done that. I'm sorry. And then right. go, Oh, okay. Well as long as you know you're sorry. Yeah. That's not how that works. Right. That's not how that works. Here's a parallel that has nothing to do with this. It's yeah. but it's 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 sort of like the same because people are so entitled. They think once they apologize, they should be absolved completely. Yep. It's like someone who's f- like friends, with, like best friends with someone else. They do something like really shitty, mm-hmm. like che- like hook up with the other person's like yeah, significant yeah. other or something. You know, like I don't know, yeah, something bad, mm-hmm. right? Just general bad thing. Yep. Insert bad thing here. They own up to it and they say, "I'm sorry, that was really bad. I shouldn't have done that." And then the other person says, like, oh, you know, I understand. Like, thank you for apologizing, but I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Yeah. And then that person gets upset, and they're like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. don't be such a bitch. Yeah. You know? And it's like, you, you did a bad thing. Like, yeah. you can apologize, but, like, it doesn't take away what you did, yeah. right? I have How more... can you blame someone if they don't want to, like, continue a relationship exactly. with you? I have more respect for you because you, you've owned what you've done. Right, but I don't want to be but friends with you. I still want to remove myself from this relationship. Yeah. And Are you it... eating whiskey? Whiskey. She's had enough. We're getting a little heated, and she's like, you know what? I just want to go relax. And that's like... You know what I mean? Yeah, and everybody can do that, where it's like, I said I was sorry, and it's like, okay, what if you saying that? Did you mean it? Because like, Right, you just... You know, like, all you want is for everything to go back to the way it was exactly, before you did the bad exactly. thing, and that's not how life works. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, then we go to the, the scene where uh, Cassie visits Nina's mom. Yes. Which we never actually find out what happens to Nina, but I'm assuming it's heavily suicide. implied that that she killed herself. Yeah. Because I mean, she. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um. But then you know, like just to kind of get through all the stuff, like things are going good. Like. There's a whole montage with can, them singing in the. Yeah, I love that. That was store. fun. I enjoyed it. Um, but even stuff where like her dad's like, "You look really pretty," and you can see she's like. Thank you, Dad. Like, yeah. but like for her, I was like, she's, she's revealing herself a bit more. Yeah, you know. Um, uh, At some point, I don't remember where it was, but she like it might have been right after the 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 scene with Alfred Molina, um, but she like has like a episode in the car, and this guy. Oh yeah. Like she's just like you oh, know. Oh yeah, when she bashes the dude's lights in. Yeah. 
See, I thought that was really dumbest man in the world. Like, good, yes, good lord. Like, this set, woman's this, obviously going through. Like, if you saw someone, if someone had like had a heart attack or something, and they're just like parked there, yeah, would you pull up next to them and be like, "You fucking bitch, get yeah, the fuck see, out of like, the way"? Harkening back to what I said during the news bit, where everyone's just like, it's so angry and like, yeah. Why isn't, I've never why gotten that mad on the road why in my life. Why aren't things going my way? Exactly. Where it's like, if I'm in a hurry mm-hmm. and you're driving slow, yeah, I will just go around you. Or take a deep breath. Yeah, or be like, I should have left earlier. This is my fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Or I will, like, if I have the option to go around you, I'll pass you. Yeah, I will yeah, not, yeah. I will not pull up to you at a red light and cuss you out across the window. Yeah. Like... That's insane. That's so, insane. I don't know why she had a tire iron just like ready, but I'm glad she did. Yeah. I'm really glad but she also, did. But also I found her her reaction interesting when she like has to like snap out of it almost. Mm-hmm. You know? This shows it shows duality almost where she's kinda like wrestling with all these things too. Um but before we go too long, uh I wanna jump to th- where things start falling apart. Right? Okay. So she's out doing her 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 tricks and games, getting yeah. revenge on the dude from the beginning. Paul. He's, Paul. Is his, name, is his name Paul? Yeah, puts Paul. It's Paul. No, no, no. Yes, it is Paul. It, it is Paul, I think. Um, I'm trying to think. Was it Paul? <laughs> the guy. Yes. Yeah, it is. It it is. It is. Um. Uh. Oh, wait a second. I'm wrong. I think this comes before. Um, the lawyer, but the scene where Ryan catches her out and about, okay, doing this stuff. But I still want to talk about it, um, because there's things uh, about this where, like, I just think it's, yeah, that was is, that was before the lawyer, yeah, but it's okay. but there's once again, you know, like this is where this is where I actually started to think, okay, maybe Ryan is the good dude because he was hurt by that, yeah. You know what I'm saying like, but I think I think I think the movie wanted me to think that though. That's but, the point. But hold on a second. Yep. Are they like? Can you be seeing someone and like still go live your life? Like they're not in like a like a relationship. They, yes. He true. I don't think he had been to dinner at her house they're yet. Not exclusive. Maybe. I guess. Maybe. I mean, maybe they had, but I don't know. I don't think he should dictate what she does. True. True. You know? I I would think that. I could see him being hurt, but he's like kind of angry. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like he's entitled sort of like, to something. Sort of like you owe you like owe me this. Right. Like um, oh, I, I've taken you to dinner and stuff. Like yeah. oh, thanks. Yeah, I don't know your thing. Right. Um, so I true. again, if they, if they haven't had the conversation of like what their relationship is, what their boundaries are. Yeah, if you haven't defined that, then like okay, fair point. Go home, Ryan. Um, I'm trying to think if this is before or after. Why was he there? They said I love you. I think that's after. Why was he there? I think he said he was meeting some friends, but I think it was oh. those friends, like Al and all them. Oh, it might have been. Anyway, I just think this is where I started noticing the black comedy stuff come in, and I started feeling bad for laughing because, like, well, black she's... comedies are made to f- make you feel bad no, for laughing, no, yeah, right? No, but like <laughs> stuff where, like, <laughs> I think she says stuff where he he's like, "You're not." She says something like, "Where he's like, you're not that great to look at either, Paul," yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and he like whimpers off. He's like. <laughs> Uh huh. Um, but again, we had this this repeating cycle of like, then the the man is like, "Oh, well, you're crazy. This is your fault. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything wrong." Um, 
But anyway, I guess let's get to where things actually fall apart. So okay. Madison gives her the tape. Yeah, Madison comes to the house and she's like, "Was I violated?" Yeah. And and um, Cassie's like, "No." Nah. Cassie's like, "No, no. That's I know that's what it looked like, but that's not what happened." She goes in, gives her the tape. And who does she hear? Ryan. Ryan. I'm telling you, man. The whole yeah. time, like. I know he was made to look like yeah. the the good guy, mm-hmm. but... I think it's interesting because this was totally set up to be like, oh, but you can still believe in love. Because I think that you can. That's true. Sure. But it was a good turn for this movie to be like, nope. Yeah. You can still get fucked over. Yeah. Um. But I highlighted one line because she goes in and confronts him. Uh, Looking at our notes, I can confirm that he hadn't been to dinner with the family until after the Paul thing. Okay, so. gotcha. Um, but he does the line of like she, he's like she's like I'm gonna send this out, and he's like why I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's the problem. That's the problem. That's like the you, problem. you should have done something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you should have done something. Um, just because. You are not the one doing the central crime. Yeah. Doesn't mean your hands are clean. And it's... You were saying earlier that it's almost like he's had a change of heart or like he's, yeah. he's grown or this, that, or the other. But if you listen to his dialogue in the video, he's saying like, that's fucked up. Yeah. And he's yeah. not doing anything. So it, may, yeah, it almost so sounds like, like he's the same guy. Maybe, yeah. Like he so recognizes like, that things shouldn't be done, but he's not going to do anything about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I you, don't know. You have, like, you have a foot on both sides of the fence. Right. Um, and he seems to stay that way throughout the movie. Yeah. You know? Where he's like, I wouldn't do that, but I'm not going to stop you yeah. from doing that. And then, so th- we're talking about the scene where she's confronting him and she shows mm-hmm. him the video and all this stuff. Yeah. He gets really defensive and he's like, please forgive me. You have to forgive me. No, like, she doesn't. You have to forgive me is no, what he doesn't. keeps saying. It's like, no, what nope. are you, this is the conversation that we just had. Yep. You know, does not do anything that you say. Yeah. Um, this is called boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she says she's either going to send the video to like everyone he knows. Or tell me where Al is. Or tell her where the bachelor party is. And we get super sick music. This like great. This like viola or maybe it was a violin like toxic remix thing going on and oh and she's got this is where she has like the like in all the posters and everything she's got like the cotton candy hair right yeah and this is it right here Mm -hmm. continue but i mean just i think i mean even the 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 name of the song is perfect toxic Mm -hmm. um but this is like chapter four or whatever because there's i don't remember if there ever being chapter one but the we, we've been there was a chapter like one. Okay, cool. I must. I just missed it, I guess. But we get to the the most, like, because each one was a like a, a check mark. Yeah. So there was, um, I think one was Madison. Oh, okay. Two was the dean. Three was the lawyer. Okay. Four was Al in the bachelor party, and then five, and then was five the was the the twist at yeah. the end. Yeah. Uh, this is the most like. Bro bachelor party. Um, Joe is the worst. Joe, yeah. And, and I feel bad because, like, the actor who plays him delivers in just such a funny way. Yeah. But it's just this over 
I mean, it's definitely like a like a satire version of himself, you know, essentially sure. of this like super bro character who are real, mind you. Um, but she's playing the stripper who is gonna be like, you know, I'm gonna, and already Al's like, you know, no, I don't want to. He's like, I'm getting married, yada yada. Which, okay, they're already hold on, they're already like objectifying her because oh, it's, yeah. it's not like. He's not talking to her and saying like, "Hey, who sent you?" or like, you know, like, I, I, I'm not really comfortable with this. Yeah. He's like, "Who sent her? Like, who bought? Yeah. Who, who bought this? Who's who's in charge of this woman? Yeah. Who's obviously somebody must be. I told you all not to do that. Who did it? Who yeah. did? Who did this? And it's like this woman's in the room. Talk to her. Yeah. You know? Um, whiskey. Uh, but I will say this did not end the way I was expecting it to. Okay. Um, I mean, me neither. But the more I think about it, the more like. It's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's great. It's great. It's great. Think about the trope of, like, the stripper who got killed at the bachelor party, and that's just, like, a one-off line in yeah. some comedy. No one cares. And then the, the comedy is about the guys, right? The bros, like, yeah. old school or some shit, right? Yeah. But this makes you ask the question, like, what if that stripper, quote, was the is the protagonist of the movie? You yeah. know what I mean? And, like... yeah. All this history and all this has gone yeah. into it. I just think continue. And he he turns into this like puddle of tears, you know, big macho Al. Um and I didn't take as many notes uh because I was more experiencing. Like, yeah, I was like really into it then. Um but I th- he says the, the the line of oh this is every guy's worst nightmare being accused of this and it's just like you Yeah. You did it. We what talked about think, that earlier. What do you think every girl's worst nightmare is? Right. And he just I don't know, he gets, she makes a really good point where it's like Nina was no longer Nina. Yeah. And everywhere she went, everything she did, and even after she died, all, like, he was plastered all over her, where it was just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but Al did that, Al did that. Um, So she goes to, like, carve her name, yeah, and he... He breaks free. He kills her. Um... Yeah, he he suffocates her. Yeah. So think about the theme, like what this movie is about. This movie is about like violating someone and like mm-hmm. violence. And throughout the movie, uh, we're led to believe that Carrie Mulgan's character is like in a position of power, mm-hmm. and she's you know like able to like take revenge for all this stuff that's happened to Nina. But then we find out that that's just a fantasy, and that the reality is, if you were in a situation like that, it's yeah. very likely that a man would be would overpower you, yeah. and you'd be helpless. Yep. Um, I also thought that the framing of the of the scene where she, where, where she was dying was really really well done, mm-hmm. because it forces you to look at it. Yeah. For like a good two minutes or something like that. Yeah. Um, and it's not like it usually is, where it's like. Uh, one, two, three, they're dead. It's like a, it's intimate, mm-hmm. you know? Um, this, I mean, it's messed up. It was really messed, it was really traumatic to watch. This is what, but this is what black comedies do. Yeah. They put you through something like this, and then there's this like comic scene afterwards where yeah. it's like the next morning. Yeah. And uh, Joe comes upstairs, yeah. and and Al is like, she's she's dead, and he's like, ha ha, no, she's not. Yeah. And then he like he's like, dude, what did you do? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's he, he the way that he delivers those lines is is it is really funny. Um, yeah. So I mean, 
I think it's okay to laugh because it's it's it's, it's, it's billed as a comedy, mm. yes. right? Um, yes. It, I mean, should it be an uncomfortable laugh? Hell yeah. Yeah. And I think it is. Oh yeah. But he, it was like a ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> He he says like this isn't your fault you know like trying to he's like I don't know like stand up stand up now. for his rapist murderer bro yeah, like, like this isn't your fault and I was like I don't know man it seems like it's my fault you know? <laughs> yeah and uh, but I wrote down I was, I, was, I was like these they're toddlers they're acting like toddlers yeah you know what I'm saying like they're really they're just I don't know at least we have the dignity to act like children yeah. not toddlers we are <laughs> we are man children. Man child. Not um not toddlers. But then we so they they burned the body, so she I kept waiting for her to like be alive. She's dead. No. <clears throat> um but then the scene that's very disappointing is Ryan has the chance to shed some light on what happened to her, because I'm sure he can assume. Like he he knows where she went. Mm-hmm. And he's like knowing that it would implicate him. That it could implicate him. Yeah. How I mean not not in the murder. Right, but in, in, the, in, the, in the rape, the thing in the past, yeah. yeah, he chooses to be like, I don't know, I don't know anything about where she is, I don't know. Yeah. So that's still him being like, this is terrible, but I'm not gonna own up to any part that I had in it. Right. Um, but then the wedding, we can wrap it up real quick. I loved the ending. Yeah. I thought it was really, 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 really. I didn't, ex- I didn't expect that to happen. It's this just, bro wedding <sighs> with the. He's like, <laughs> Joe's giving like the best man speech, where he's yeah. like, you're my bro. We've been through so much together, bro. And then the cops show up. Yep. She has some scheduled message that sends to Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, she sent the evidence in the phone and a letter to the lawyer. And uh, they come and arrest Al. And Joe books it. Joe runs away. Yeah. Um, it's sort of a, a gray area uh, whether Ryan, if there's any, I'm sure there's going to be consequences. Yeah. Because the we video is, has been sent to the Ryan, lawyer, yeah. but yep. you know. <clears throat> but that's it. <clears throat> Excuse me. <sighs> Final thoughts on this movie, Zach. <clears throat> um, I loved it. Yeah, it made me uncomfortable, but like, it should. Yes. You 100%. know. Um, it's very powerful. I I'm trying to think. Where it like this is this is for me in the in the four movies that we've reviewed mm-hmm. so far this is a this is above Mank yes and I'm trying to think of like where it fits within the other three mm-hmm. well first off hold on a second okay uh, we have to answer the question oh, of the podcast uh, but is it good yeah no this is, this movie is amazing yeah this is a movie this is a movie that I think everyone would enjoy yeah you know I I feel like some of the other movies that we've seen. Some people might watch it and like not get it or yeah, something like that, very... but I think that everybody, well, I guess not everyone would enjoy this movie because like the bros probably wouldn't. They'd, They'd be like, "Oh, they didn't do anything wrong." Just man. Holding up a mirror to your face, not but like, like most humans, like people with a heart and like a soul and stuff, yeah. would probably uh, appreciate this movie for yeah. like the message that it's trying to send. Um, yeah, it's great. What do you think? I think it's. I think it's. It was very well done. I loved it, um, and I mean that in 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 every sense of uh, the writing, the cinematography, editing, music. Uh, the music didn't blow me away every time, mm-hmm. but there are moments that were, that definitely did. I loved the character moments of this movie. Yeah, uh, were really great. Um, 
I definitely I love I I love what it, it has to say and the message that it gets across and the uncomfortable truths that it presents because mm-hmm. I think those are very important to talk about. Um, so I would say it's very good. It is it is it is exceptional. Okay, I'm in the same boat as you. I think better than Mank. Um, you know what? I'm thinking about it now, mm-hmm. and then you can give your like ranking yeah. if if that's a thing that we're doing. Mm-hmm. I think, and this is probably recency bias, we're going to revisit this yep. at the end, but I think right now I have Minari Top, Promising Young Woman, number two, yeah. and then Sound of Metal, number three, mm-hmm. all really close together. Yeah. All, like, three very different movies. Yes, it's you know? kind of hard to rank all these. Right. And, and then Mank is, it's an exceptional film, technically. Yeah. But it doesn't, it didn't affect me in the way that these movies have affected me, and I'm all about that, like... Yeah, emotional. Yeah, you know, I want to feel something yeah. in the theater. You know, I think I'm the same. Actually, I originally think I told you that I had this below sound of metal, uh, but as I kind of talked through it, I feel like I like it a lot more than I realized. Yeah. Um, but I'll say that for me, uh, it's definitely make at the bottom, then a decent bit of space. Yeah, and then not like a not like a, a river. No, no, nah, like mean, a maybe s- a maybe a creek. Yeah, a little creek. <laughs> um. And then Sound of Metal or Promising Young, Young Woman honestly could be either Inter- one. Cause, interchangeable. Because they're almost a tie to me right now. Yeah. And then a decent amount of space and Minari. Okay. I loved Minari. I loved Minari, Minari too. Minari I think, punched me in the gut, dude. I think these movies are closer for me. Like these three are all really mm-hmm. close for me. Yeah. I don't have that that creek between yeah. those I would two say, and, and I would Minari. say there's a stream between Minari and... Two and three, and a okay. creek between three and four. Streams are bigger than creeks. Aren't okay, they? are they? Mm, I don't know. The smaller one is Minari. The bigger one is Mank. <laughs> okay, but yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I liked it. I'm loving this. Yeah. So what's next, Zach? What's coming up next week? The Father. The Father. With so, Anthony Hopkins. Yes. So we go from a movie that's like questioning the patriarchy and like. <laughs> to the father. To the father. Uh, so this should be an interesting contrast. Yeah, but I actually think that that that's about like dementia. I think. So okay. I'm ready to cry. I yeah. My tear ducts are are ready. I mean, let's see here. One, two, so three. No, promising young woman didn't actually get a tear out of me. No, I don't think I cried in this movie. No, yeah. So two of the four have made me cry so far. So I mean, if it makes me cry, I'm I'm cool. I don't think Sound of Metal made me cry, but it. I was dumb. I Sound was of like, Metal didn't make you no, cry. No, but it was it was like the equivalent almost where I was like speechless. Minari, that's what I, that's what Promising Young Woman was for me. Minari, I straight up cried tears. Yeah. Um, cool. All right, let's uh, take it home. All right, so you can follow us on Twitter at b i i g podcast. Yes. Email us at the at the it's a, it's the same thing. It's b i i g podcast at gmail dot com. Yes. Hunter is on the Insta game. Yes, at But Is It Good podcast. Give us any and all feedback if you think we rule, if you think that we could rule, but we could use some, some polishing. <laughs> like, give us that, like, you know, we'll buy the polish from you. You know what I mean? Like, yep. yeah, let yeah. us know. What is, uh, what is your feedback? Let us know what you'd like to hear. Also, what is your favorite yeah. uh, Best Picture nominee this year? Yeah, of the eight, tell us, tell us what you, you would rank number one. Yeah. Um, and we'd love to love to see it. Love to hear your questions and see your feedback. You got the NPR voice going yeah. for the end of the episode. I'm hungry. 
in during this episode, my arm has started hurting very badly. One, oh, from the shot. From is the that shot. your shot arm? Yeah. I thought you like pulled your shoulder because he was over there going like, ow. No, my arm's getting really sore. All right, cool. Are uh, you good? Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you uh, on Monday. All right. All right.